Well, I guess I'll just get right into it and let the people know what we're drinking. Tonight's brew is from Budweiser. The Anheuser-Busch. 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 German, isn't it? Yeah, German from St. Louis. (laughs) Uh, My favorite kind of German. This is the Copper Lager. Copper Lager. Aged on real Jim Beam barrels. What? So we've taken the uh, starting line beer and the starting line whiskey. I was going to (laughs) say. And we've mashed them together. And what we have is the Copper Lager, which, you know... For those beer connoisseurs out there, you can let us know what the hell a copper lager is copper because lager. I've never heard of that before. It's not a it's not a brown. It's not, not a golden. Brown. It's a copper. copper. Right. It's a solid 6.2 ABV, though. I'm kind of impressed with that. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see where this takes us. My name is Marco Dupa. My esteemed and powerful <laughs> co-host, Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Uh, men are trash. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the One Baron Podcast. One Beer on Podcast, where we get in one beer, shoot the shit, and see where this one beer will take us. Yeah. Adam, how you been, brother? I've been okay. Yeah? I've been all right. Uh, there was a cat at my job, and uh, he's very cute. He's a Siamese. Uh, I'm not a cat guy. I'm a dog guy. Yeah, you know, when you were bringing up the cat, I was wondering about that. I thought... If I wasn't mistaken, I was like, why does he give a shit about this cat? Oh, I'm a dogman. Dogman. 100%. Dogman am, for life. Yeah, absolutely. But that being said, some of the greatest things in life are surprises. <laughs> and I saw this cat and he came up to me, meowed at me, mm-hmm. rubbed me, rubbed up on my leg. And I said, I love you. It's usually us who does the rubbing of the kitty. It's true. It's true, but when they do it to you, it's special. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, no, I came very uh, attached to the cat. Uh, I still wasn't really sure if I wanted the cat because I've never owned an animal. Period. Yeah. Uh, all the dogs I've owned stuff have been my parents, obviously. So I've I've enjoyed dogs, but I hadn't really had to be responsible for one yet. Mm-hmm. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, you know. It's still a lot of responsibility. I know cats aren't as big of a hassle as dogs are. You don't got to walk them and stuff. But, you know, you still got to care for them. They're still a pain in the ass. Yeah, and I figured any any pet really is. And, you know, thinking about how much I like to travel and stuff, I'd have to get somebody to be a cat watcher and, uh-huh. you know, all this stuff. You know, cats can be more of a pain in, pain in the ass than dogs sometimes. Really? Yeah. How so? Other Just, than being fussy. I mean, th- yeah, it's that. But, like, dogs, dogs when, when something's wrong with a dog, they usually let you know. They wimp hey, in man. the corner. Uh, they, yeah, they honestly walk up like, dude. This, have you seen this? This is off. 
Have you seen this? I'm, I'm off. Look at my paw. Look at it. <laughs> Shit hurts. It hurts. Can you t- but cats, cats are notorious for uh, not letting you know that something's oh, wrong. They, they, uh, they suffer silently like I do. Yes, yeah, exactly. Okay. Great. Yeah. So you can probably empathize Absolutely. with them. Absolutely. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't know until they were really messed right. up. They, 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 they don't, you never know. Yeah. You know, dogs, uh, uh, they whimper and shit. Right. Dogs are more obvious. Cats yeah. are a bit more mysterious. Mm-hmm. That's just one example. I mean, dogs, you know where dogs are. Call, <laughs> yeah. call a dog. Dog usually comes. Right. Cats hide for days. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then you walk in and it's like, oh, there's cat shit everywhere because <laughs> I couldn't find you. You hid under the bed. Right. You shit under here. Uh-huh. That's my experience with Fife at the old house. Yeah. Uh, actually, your sister's cat. Uh-huh. Uh, who, who's just like that? Who's very <laughs> solemn mm-hmm. at times. Uh, he, he disappears for hours, maybe days. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then he just shows up and there's, there's poop under your bed. Yeah. So uh, that's what I'm used to as far as a cat experience. Uh, you know, no disrespect to Fife. He's an okay guy, but <laughs> he's just kind of to himself. I'm not used to a cat being so friendly. Yeah. And so because he was so friendly and like, you know, he, he, all you have so to do. So very dog-like. Yeah. All you have to do is the, and then it walks right over to you, meowing at you. And uh, yeah. So I, I was like, if I were to get a cat, this would be the kind of cat I would uh-huh. So, you know, it just seemed right. And then on top of that, everybody at work started calling him Catum. Cat him. Yeah. Because <laughs> they have no, no imagination. No imagination. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, they started calling it my cat and stuff. And I started to take a little bit of ownership over it. And I was like, all right, this might be a reality. I, to the fact that, like, I last week went to uh, PetSmart and picked up one of those temporary kitty litter things. Oh, you did grab one? I did grab one just in case. Just in case. Yeah. Um, so today it turned out that uh, one of my coworkers was kind of following the cat around outside because it just walks up to the office and hangs out all day basically and um she saw it walking around and was like here kitty you know like trying to get it to come back and this lady was walking her dog and apparently the lady's like oh that's actually my cat and she's like oh really mm. <laughs> okay <laughs> bombshell yeah <laughs> and um yeah i mean that that was kind of the assumption that i had because the cat was like you know not feral obviously and like yeah. looked pretty clean looked like it ate yeah, too friendly, too well fed, too exactly. clean. Right, and so uh, the the theory was either one somebody abandoned it recently, or two it's somebody's cat that they just let out for the day yeah. and let it come back whenever. Um, so it ended up being the uh, the latter. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, uh, my my cat dreams have been dashed so yeah. far. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it would have been it would have been fun. Yeah, the best kind of cats are the ones that act like dogs. Yeah. This is what I've learned in my experience. Booger was a dog cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Not Simon. to be confused with cat dog. No, no, no. Okay. You don't want a cat dog. No. Those are fucking pussies. <laughs> uh, I meant the Nicktoon, but yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. That like, too. Cat dog's a pussy? What? <laughs> I mean, they uh, seem nice. <laughs> that's a good show, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah check out Nick Splat. <laughs> that's where I get um, one of my favorite phrases that I repeat. And no one ever understands it. What's that? And but it's just funny to me. Buy more, make more. Buy, Buy more, more, make more. Make more. What's that? Buy more, make more. What's that from? <laughs> it's from, it's from an episode of Cat Dog where they they started they made these um collectible like GI Joe esque figures. Okay. And they started making like different kinds like mm. 
there there was like you know the army one the doctor one and then like they just had different kinds it was like um barbie for for guys basically and uh i think it was like a parody of beanie babies and collectible toys Mm. and stuff because cat started buying a bunch of them because um they said that the stock was rising on them Uh so he started buying a bunch of them and then he became um crazy about it Mm-hmm. And, and he got obsessed. He started getting obsessive, and then like uh, he started hearing voices, and the dogs, the dolls came to life and started talking to him. And you gotta, <laughs> you gotta get more of us. We're lonely. And then they, and then they started popping up in his face, and he go buy more, make more, buy more, make more. <laughs> so it was just so fucking funny to me when I was a kid uh-huh. that like it's just, it just one of those, with you. just one of those things that's no, just it, like yeah, it just pops up every couple of months where I'm just like buy more. Make it's more. A, a a turn the page, wash your hands if you will. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Turn the page. Wash, wash your hands. hands. How many times you're reading a book and you turn the uh-huh. page and you just think, wash your wash hands. hands. Yeah. Or I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. <laughs> I'm nauseous. One of those things. I mean, that's that's what those shows were good at. Yeah. You know, just just getting in memorable there, lines. Just getting yeah. in there. I'll see like on Twitter and stuff. People are like, man, I didn't even get this joke when I was a kid. And I was mm-hmm. like. I'm probably pretty fucked up because I got all those <laughs> jokes understood. when I was a kid. Yeah. You you weren't thinking about the uh, complexities of consumerism, Marco? <laughs> well, not that one. I didn't get that okay. one. Okay. But uh. Anyway, as we yeah, were... so cat dogs, cat dogs are pussies, but dog mm-hmm. cats are awesome. Booger was mm-hmm. a dog cat, and uh, uh, Simon was a dog cat. Mm-hmm. Lily was a cat cat. She's yeah. She's a fucking cunt. Okay. And so <laughs> relax. She's not I, here I anymore. Mean, she's you know she's a she. She had her moments, mm-hmm. but it's well established that she was, if she was a person, she'd be a fucking cunt. She was kind of mean. I'll give you that. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. I don't feel like calling cats cunts on this show, but. It's cunt cat. Okay. Cat cunt. Cat <laughs> God, cunt. that's my favorite band. <laughs> cat, cat cunt. Cat cunt. Mm. <laughs> Four piece of. Never mind. I'm not All right. Gonna, I'm not Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> the spear's not that strong, Marco. Mm-hmm. Relax. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So um, I'm a bit down about that experience. Yeah, but, that's uh, nice. that's uh nice. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Besides that, man, I'm just living. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, you know, same minus the cat story. Okay. Just living the dream, my friend. <laughs> living the dream. Mm. Moneyless. Okay. Because life comes at you fast sometimes. Yeah. So bills come faster. Yes, they do. Yeah. They always seem to come back every month. Mm-hmm. You think you're done with them, and then. Pull oh, you yeah, right back in. That thing that yeah. I have to pay for. Yeah, it's not fun. So we haven't been able to frequent our favorite bars as much. No, but I was going to tell you, uh, you're required to come tomorrow to uh, Frogger's. Required by who? By the state of Florida. Oh, okay. Um, because UCF's opener is tomorrow. Oh, yes. And I will be there. Uh, and yes. you will be there. Uh, yes. And uh, we yes. will watch. Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Which is actually technically today if you're listening to this podcast. So right, uh, yes. charge on, go Knights! Mm-hmm. Uh, really excited to see how they do. Yeah, I uh, since I'm a pessimist, I'm very worried. <laughs> mm-hmm. After going uh, undefeated last season, but got faith. I think we're gonna do some good things this year. Gotta have faith. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. So. Yeah, we. I mean, we're not we're not regulars of Froggers. No, but there are regulars of Froggers. There are. 
We're I, I think we're semi regulars of Froggers. If we ever go get wings, it's usually Froggers. Yeah, but I wouldn't call us regulars because nobody knows us there. You're right. You know that's true. You want to go where somebody where everybody knows your name, everybody. Yeah, um, and that they're always glad you came. Uh huh. You know that line out of context just sounds weird. <laughs> um, but we were having this interesting conversation about it, about regulars. Yeah. Yeah. And being a regular. Right. At at any establishment, but especially, especially the bar. Yeah. At, in a restaurant. The bar, <laughs> yes. Exactly, yeah, that, that that was specific. It was the bar in a restaurant. Right. That was our original conversation here. Being a regular there. Right. Is that weird? Is that acceptable? Why? Why would you choose to be a regular at a bar in a restaurant? You, you, know, you know who we need. Oh, excuse me. You know who we need in this conversation who? is either, oh, excuse me, a bar owner or a bar tender. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they would be the ones to best describe. Like, okay. So for, like, on our end of the bar, uh huh. do you think it's weird to be a regular at a bar? Okay. Do you think it's weird to be a regular at just a bar? Not just a bar. Not bar restaurant. Right. Just, just a bar. bar. Yeah. Let's start start on that. Straight up bar. <sighs> Is that weird? Um, Not really, because I feel like if you're going to a bar once a week... That's not indicative of you having a problem, right? It's certainly not uh, a habit, right? Doesn't, or it doesn't. It doesn't seem like you have a problem, right? I mean, it's sort of a habit, but it's 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 something that I think is more socially acceptable. It's than, not, yeah, it's not a it's not uh, negative. It's like okay, mm-hmm. you, that's just a place you like to go. It's to. your place, yeah. Yeah, it's just your place that you like to go to. Now, if you're there every day, then it might be a little different. That's a, that's a bit of an issue. Yeah, and now we're talking. A bar bar, not like bar bar. you're in Ireland and you're going to a pub. Yeah, where you're having dinner and like maybe a a pint. Yeah, but yeah, this is a place where the only kind of food you can get are bar snacks, mm-hmm. or in our case, wrap snacks. Wrap snacks, yeah. And shout out to Public House. Word. And uh, you know it. It to me, it's not. It's not weird. It's just unimaginative. Uh, you know, you feel like they could do better. Well, I just feel like uh, I just feel like it's a waste to go to one place every weekend. Yeah. You know, like. But what if it's it's the fallback for whatever? Yeah. See, that's fine. You want to do. That's fine. I feel like that's what public house really is to us. Most of the time, it's like, what do you want to do? Uh, I don't know. Nothing re- really going on this weekend. So you want to go to public house? Yeah, and if, All if, right. if you just, you know, if you just want to leave the house, you're just like, let's. Let's go get a couple drinks at the bar. Mm-hmm. We know that the bar is public, public house. house, right? And so that's different. But if you go, if you frequent a place every single weekend, you walk in, they know your drink order. Mm-hmm. You fucking you don't even have to order it. They yeah, just <laughs> they just got your they they're ready for you. Now playing devil's advocate here, do you think that's do you not think that that is comfortable and like comforting and like you know just makes you feel at home? Yeah, in a I place think like that? I think well, I think. People who do that need that. Uh-huh. You know, that's what they're looking for. Yeah, when they, they, do they that. want that kind of right. attention and yeah. that 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 kind of comfortability that you know you could just get if you stayed home. But you know, I guess <laughs> if you you leave your you house, still you're being get out social. Of the house. Yeah, right. you're being social. You're meeting people, or you always because uh, I hear this a lot from people like barflies, essentially that Oops. they 
they don't necessarily go out to a bar with friends, but they meet people there. Yeah. Other regulars, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And they that's just their place where they meet and talk and hang out. Yeah. It's See, that, just at that bar. That always boggles my mind, dude. I don't I'm not a fan of it myself. <laughs> uh I'm uncomfortable with that situation because it's like if you're only a friend with me at the bar, then like I don't know if that's really a friendship, bro. Yeah. See, I'm fine with I'll talk to I'll talk to anybody. And I'll especially As talk to anybody. That's been proven, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a lot. And I right. <laughs> I'll make it uncomfortable. Right. But I don't want to be friends with these people yeah i just find it strange to like dip past that that line to yeah walk over that well, and be it, like it, let's exchange numbers it, we should like meet up here tomorrow we should go get brunch it's, like, it's it's like a one night stand right right you know you you see them for the moment you have a great conversation and you move on you gotta it's, move it's a on. mutual understanding that you know we had a great night tonight yeah this is awesome mm-hmm. if i see you, i see you but I'm not going to call you tomorrow. Right, right. We can't. Let's not make plans. Let's not continue. So it's, a, it's a little thing called showmanship. Right. You got to know when to bow and let the curtains fall, buddy. Yeah. And Act like you've done it before. Come some on. people don't know. Some people don't know how to bow out of a conversation. Some people, you know, they'll nail it with just just a just a creamy, just uh-huh. juicy joke. Right. And then they're like, oh, All right, I man. got him. Let I'm me out. keep fucking. No, that's when you, you should just go, yeah. I did it. Yep. Now I'm done. Yeah. But most people... They just like, all right, I got him now. I'm gonna keep going. Well, it's look, like, no, l- man, let me you... let me tell the people this uh, this story uh, yeah. that I vaguely remember uh, from like two weekends ago when we were out at Will's. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just coming back from a, a party, yeah. and uh, we didn't realize how drunk we were. Yeah. So we went to Will's <laughs> to see the 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 final Tiger Fawn show. Yes. In Orlando for at least a while. Um, and uh, shout out to that beautiful soul, Tiger Fawn. There you go. Shout out to Tiger Fawn. Mm-hmm. Good luck in uh, Portugal. Love you. Right. Portugal? Huh? She's, going yeah, to Portugal? she's going to Portugal. Okay. Um, Apparently, I don't know. It's not like I stalk her page or okay. anything. All right. <laughs> we're being recorded. That would be weird. We're being recorded, Marco. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, we were out there, and uh, by the end of the night, we were pretty drunk. Yeah. So uh, this story is a bit vague, um, and that is because of that reason. There's holes. There's lots of holes in the story. Um, uh-huh. Anyway, long story short because uh, I don't remember the rest of it. We were outside. It was closing time. Yeah. And uh, this dude, this random dude, uh, long hair, blonde, uh, just comes up to me. Seems kind of like a skater dude. Really cool. Just like, what's up, man? I'm like, oh, just chilling. Uh, I think he I think he said like he likes a patch on my jacket. Yeah. Uh, opened with that. Said, do you like jokes? And I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> And so he just starts telling me jokes. What a strange! That's such a strange way to like. You've opened the door, like, hey, like your patches. You like jokes? Do you, Do you remember the skit, Old Greg? Mm-mm. I'm Old Greg, and like he's like a, a fish man. Huh? What is that on? Uh, I forget the name of the show. It, it's a pretty big sketch comedy show, I think, from the UK. Oh. Um. UK. Somewhere they talk funny. <laughs> um, the only one of those I know is a uh, Fry and Lori, a little bit of Fry uh-huh. and Lori. Okay, uh, well, it just maybe give it a quick Google. Just look up Old yeah, Greg. Look it up. You keep old Greg. Um, anyway, uh, anybody who's who's seen Old Greg, it kind of reminded me of that, where it's just like just some random person just jumped into my life and uh, started telling me jokes. Uh, so I. Uh, I I happily that person that person yes oh that's the mighty boosh the mighty boosh that's right yeah okay yeah that was on uh, Adult Swim where's the mighty boosh from 
The UK. Are they from the UK? It's not like uh, a Kiwi? No. Well, I don't know. I don't think so. Let's find, I'll find the out. The Mighty Boosh. The Mighty Boosh. That fucking show, as a sidebar, <clears throat> that show was strange as fuck. Did you it, Did you watch that show? I, I didn't, but I've seen the sketch, and that makes me believe it is strange as fuck. I, I couldn't get into it. Yeah. There's a lot of... I like weird shit. Surrealism. I, and I like surrealism. I like Tim and Eric. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like, you know, fucked up, just like, you know... What's the point of this joke? Right. It's just funny. Yeah, like it's just, I, it's just weird. But this this one was just may, I, maybe I didn't watch enough of it. Uh-huh. People can correct me if I'm wrong. Like if this was like an incredible show, yeah, you just ejected out of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well, we'll watch Old Greg later. But anyway, my point is, it was completely surreal. This guy just starts telling me jokes, and from what I remember, they're pretty funny. I can't tell you what they were. British. They are British. They're British. Okay, confirmed. Um, I can't tell you what the jokes were, but they were great. I know that's very um, that that's very uh, crappy storytelling. Well, they were <laughs> what the jokes oh, yeah. <laughs> that I can't remember the jokes, but they were really good. Just trust me. Um, anyway, so then uh, yeah, ju- trust the 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 drunk blackout patched hole story. Yeah, no, it was great. It was great. It was great. Good At least in my mind, they were great jokes. Really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marco comes back after talking to somebody, and then. He's like, uh, he introduces himself to you. You introduce yourself as well. And he, he does the same thing. He goes, you want to hear a joke? And I said, dude, you got to hear this guy's joke. <laughs> and he told the joke again, and you start cackling. And then this guy's friend comes, and uh, he goes, hey, what's up? And just introduces himself to the both of us, and then says, okay, we got to get going. But let me tell you one more joke. <laughs> and then he did. Yeah, and it was fantastic. Yeah. We were both laughing, and he goes, "It was really my." <laughs> I was gonna say mice. It was really nice <laughs> meeting you guys. Uh, we'll see you around. Yeah, peaced out, walked away, and I said, "This was an amazing experience." There you go. Thank you. That's that showmanship. That's it. Okay, that's showmanship. Good night, everybody. Good night. <clears throat> we called our Uber and we were on our way. That was it. Now. I have a story on the inverse of this, okay? So we were at Public House. Yeah. I think you might have been there. I'm not sure if you were there yet. Or and maybe you, you were, were there. coming in. And, and you, you were there. there. So we saw a guy that we knew, and he, he's a, a uh, up-and-coming, air quotes, stand-up comedian. Okay. Uh, a funny man, funny, if you will. Yeah. He likes to fashion himself that. So okay. he comes up to us. We're at the bar. We're not at the bar, actually. We're 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 at like a little table, like a a, a, a high top, whatever. Okay. We're all hanging out and stuff. He comes up, and you know we we know him, so we're talking and stuff. And then, if you if you're somebody who watches a lot of stand up, you can tell when somebody's trying a bit out. Mm-hmm. The conversation becomes unnatural. Yeah. And a little stilted. Very yeah, and you can tell like the story has beats right. as opposed to a natural Flow. like this what happened, and then this guy said this, and right. then that guy said that. It becomes like a rhythm, yeah. and you're like, you trying to bit out on me, <laughs> but some people don't pick up on it. They're Is just this like poetry. <laughs> and so uh, he he starts, and um, he's not funny, man. Just mm. not funny. And it, it was it, it's like it was like watching uh, a stand up bomb. Yeah, it was like watching a stand up comedian. But the audience bomb. is you, and and that's worse. From what I understand, and from what I felt in my own experience, not doing stand up but performing in front of people, like right. 
the bigger the crowd the better oh yeah, yeah for yeah, more yeah. obvious reasons but for like the intimacy of it is like right. a sea of human beings is nothing it's right. just it's just people out there right but five people and you can see all five of their mm-hmm. faces oh yeah yeah brutal yeah of course of course the intimacy is something that is way more personal right than a sea of people a yeah. sea of people is just this entity yeah it's just a mass it's it almost becomes as long as you're doing well enough that you're entertaining people like they're just a wall they're yeah. just a wall of of, of human out there well, that, and like that, that's what a lot of huge stand-ups say is uh if if you're like in a gigantic stadium let's say or uh you know just a huge huge room you're really only seeing the first couple rows yeah and the rest of it doesn't really matter yeah you know so it's like it, it's not that once you pass a certain amount of people, it's not as intimidating as you might think. Yeah. Because, like, it's just they're there. Yeah. You don't even really think about them. You're, yeah. just, you're doing your thing, and there's people there. But if you're in a room of, you know, 15 people in an open mic night, it's you're brutal. like, every every single eye is on me. Mm-hmm. And you got to think, like, if you fuck up in front of 20,000 people, it's like, well, it doesn't matter. Like you, you could have fuck you could fuck up in front of the first three rows, and it's not going to be a difference between that and twenty thousand people because at the end of the day, like we live in the internet age. So if you fucked up, if you did something noteworthy, mm-hmm. millions, potentially billions of people are going to see that. Yeah. So twenty thousand versus, you know, the, the couple hundred that you can see, like it doesn't matter at that point. Yeah. So all that kind of goes out the window. It's like, well, I'm going to make a mistake. Everybody's going to know regardless. Right. But if you make a mistake in front of 15 people, like you have to get off that stage and walk, <laughs> walk past by them. 15 faces As, who are going to go, ugh. It's, it, well, look, it, it's funny because I think most people, and I've, I've seen comics bomb before and stand up and like specifically open mic nights. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm shouting out Austin's coffee right now. Um, <laughs> it is it's, so uncomfortable. It's brutal. But the response is, in my experience, never like, ugh. Yeah. It's more of like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. You get that empathetic yeah, it, embarrassment. It, it's for like, it, it's the same feeling I had when I completely like ate shit on the way to school, uh-huh. on the way to middle school one time. I was riding my bike and uh, the the sidewalk was raised a bit from the actual uh, like ground. Hmm. And I felt my bike being tugged to the corner uh-huh. very slowly. And it's one of those things I saw it happening, but there's nothing I could do about it. Yeah. Just kept rolling. My front tire completely skips off of the sidewalk into the grass. I go face over handlebar Oof. into the dirt, uh, eat shit completely. Right. And as I'm getting up, I just hear, oh, my God. <laughs> Are you okay? And I went, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> that thing's bruised, but my ego. Right. No, it like that is the worst. Yeah. The worst feeling. Yeah. I was red in the face, I'm sure. I was yeah. just wanting to forget that even happened. Yeah, you can't eat shit in front of people. Yeah, no. The, the the one thing that you learn, I don't know if you've, I don't know, maybe maybe you didn't learn this. <laughs> but the one thing that I learned was if you, if you eat shit in front of somebody or in front of like a group of people, mm-hmm. people are going to laugh. Yeah. They're going to laugh. So you can't get up and be like embarrassed or try to like play it off. Yeah. You got to acknowledge it. You got to just be like, that was terrible. Yeah. I, I, I'm, right. I'm, I'm an asshole or like you gotta, yeah. you can't let 
the crowd get the upper hand. And I think that's something that, I don't know, I guess stand-ups probably learn. Yeah. You can't let them take control. You got to no, always no, no. remain in control of these situations. Well, you have to be you have to be self-aware. Yeah. You got to be very self-aware of, of how you're you're seeming to people because that's something I've I've experienced in school and in, at work. If I ever have to do a presentation, which I haven't had to do in a while, but it, it's one of those things that I am always so afraid of doing. Yeah. Public speaking is one of my biggest fears. It's something that I also get a big thrill out of, though. I, I, I love the feeling, that juiced-up feeling when you really nail something. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, I feel uh, adrenaline the rest of the day mm-hmm. after I really nail something. Or even if I do, like, okay. Yeah. Just getting it done with, it just, it just feels so good. There's yeah. nothing that, that feels that way. You know, I, I can only imagine what it feels to be on, like, stage and do something like that, you mm-hmm. know? So, uh, I, I've realized that if I'm ever getting really nervous just kind of leaning into the humor a bit more puts me at ease. Yeah. Because seeing other people laugh makes me realize that they're human beings and are okay. Yeah. Because otherwise it's like, you know, if you're doing a very serious speech or something and everybody's dead silent and you just hear your own breathing in your own head, it's it's just too much pressure. Yeah. I mean, I I like, I, I, that's my mechanism. My defense mechanism is like, make them laugh. Yeah. Just, you break the ice a little bit and then you can go into whatever you need to talk about. Yeah, that helps for sure. Yeah. That that's my big thing that I pulled out of my own experience of stage work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the world's a stage. Mm. All the world's a stage. I uh <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, I haven't been on stage in a really long time, but um the times that I have been on stage, I don't know, it's just I just I'm I'm so focused on remembering lyrics. Yeah. That yeah, I I just don't have time to be concerned with anything else. Yeah. I I think I think performing music is a bit different than speeches or yeah. even stand up maybe. Yeah. Um where you're you're literally just having to I mean not always improvise, but you're going you have to like feel the crowd out to see what's working, what's not. Right. Um Say you're in a band, like you're you're playing your songs. Mm-hmm. That's kind of it, you yeah. know. Like you just got to focus on playing the songs as best as you can, get through them, and hopefully people enjoy themselves. Right. I'm sure some bands can like switch on the fly and be like, "We're gonna play this song next instead of this one." Okay, that's talent. And then go I, on. To I that. I think that's why my my stage presence was probably not the best, but mm-hmm. I was young. Yeah. I mean, the last time I was on stage, I was twenty two. Mm. 23 okay around there so that was about five six years ago yeah and you know when when all you're focused on is like all right just want to make sure i don't forget any lyrics and then i'll get through this Mm -hmm. you yeah that's all you focus on so yeah you can't be nervous but you also like the show kind of falters because you're just like i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna get through you just lock in yeah yeah put your your head down right you're trying to entertain people yeah it's a show right especially if you're rapping like yeah nobody it's just it's you. you Nobody wants to see you just get through something. Right. I don't want. I don't see anybody like if we, <clears throat> if we did this and we were just like, dude, we just got to make it to an hour, right? And, and then we're good. It's like, well, what the fuck? Are we, what's the point? What is the point? Yeah. yeah. Why you would know, people listen to us just a, get through this show? This isn't. This isn't like a high school assignment. Yeah. That we just have to put our heads down and get right. through. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's where like my 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 show probably faltered at that point. But who who cares? I'm gonna find out soon. Okay. What I've learned in these past years. Uh huh. By doing what? 
I'm gonna get back on stage. Man. Oh shit! I'm getting back on stage. Get back on stage, ladies and gentlemen. It's happening at some point. Exclusive I'm announcement. I'm working on it. All right. Okay. Not a tour, <laughs> but fucking something. A tour of one stage in Orlando. I'm getting back on Austin's it. Coffee, everybody. <laughs> no, never that. <laughs> Dude, I went there. I went there after helping Tehran with his food truck one night. Yeah. And it was uh, probably like 10, 10 30. Mm-hmm. They're open 24 hours, mind you. So they stayed open, but they're, they're, open mic like freestyle night i Uh I think it's on mondays Mm -hmm. that ends at like 11 okay we didn't know that Mm. so we got there like 10 10 30 like i said and there's this line out the door Mm -hmm. of people who are like they'll get on stage they'll do like two or three minutes and then they'll just get back in line and it's just like a rotation huh but it was the same like 12 dudes going out the door just practicing essentially toronto's like come on man I'm like, dude, look at this fucking. There was like eight people in there, mm-hmm. and then the guys who were going on stage were doing like these like, like makeshift little Uzi vert kind of like. <laughs> it, it just wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a good vibe. Was it wasn't any, a good show. There's no slam poetry. No slam poetry. Oh, thank man. Uh, actually, it's funny you say that, but because we had just left from slam poetry oh. that's the that's the event that we were working okay. was okay. a poetry night <laughs> and then went to this open violets <laughs> violets leads to I, violence i will say they were pretty good yeah Most no, no, of I'm, them. I, were, I'm i'm talking shit but i actually like some slam poetry it it it, it has its moments for it sure does, yeah. like Tehran, he's really he's yeah no, i know i saw his thing and it was it was he, good he's really good. good uh some of the people that we were uh there to see like they they you know it it's good it's just it's the kind. It's it's the kind of person that does poetry mm-hmm. and goes out to see poetry. Yeah. Tehran, too. Tehran, uh, uh, he's the exception yeah. to this rule. But most of the people that have I, that I've encountered, being in you know, uh, in the industry, mm-hmm. in the scene, I should say scene, rather, yeah. not the industry. There's but no in the poetry scene. industry, yeah. Marco. No, no, I mean just the music, the local scene. Yeah, the yeah. music and all that art stuff. scene. The art scene. Right. That's a good way. Of, yeah. Right. Right. Those people that I've encountered, they just suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just suck, man. I mean, like, if I can't connect to you on, like, a human level and just be like, hey, you remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah, just have a fucking sense of humor, man. You remember anything about pop culture at all? What? Are you are you too good for it? Yeah, it's like, why you got to be such a bummer all the time? Yeah. Uh, because there's, there's, uh, there's war going on, man. Yeah, exactly. People there's- are starving. And we just have to think about it 24-7. That's true. If you thought about everything that was going on wrong with the world. Do you know how big of a burden that is oh, to carry on your back I can't imagine. There, there are people who that is something that they can't shake. It yeah. is the I mean, good for them because those people who actually do stuff about it or try are the people who make a difference. But yeah. if you're just yeah. doing that and just being a bummer about it and just being like, yeah, stuff sucks, man. It sucks. Like you're not helping. You're no. just you're just upsetting other people. Right. And there's there's just there's good too. There's so much cool shit. There's so much fun shit. So much no, there's funny not. stuff. No, there's not. There's yeah. Not. Being nihilism works too. Nihilism works for stage fright. Cause if you up there if you're up there and you're looking into the sea of people or the fifteen people yeah. or whatever, and you just think like, Well, whatever, man. Oh it, it doesn't yeah. matter. That's that is honestly my uh my eject button. Yeah. Whenever I whenever I get to the point where I'm like at wit's end and I'm like fuck everything. 
my last thought is we're all going to die. <laughs> yeah. Like everything is going to work out until I die. Yeah. That's it. That's all. That's all it is. That's all it is. So keep it's that a, in perspective. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's really honestly is a good way of looking at it. It's like, yeah. As long as you don't keep that in your mind at all times, you're okay. Yeah. Cause there have been times where I've just obsessed over that and been like, well, what the fuck does it matter? Like we're all going to die anyway. Like yeah. this, the thing I'm working on right now, who gives a shit? Yeah. doesn't matter. Really? Does this really matter? Why are you so why are you so upset about this thing? Yeah. When we're all going to end up in the ground anyway. But on the other hand, if you just think about that when you lose perspective of life, uh, you know, it, I think it helps. It helps you appreciate that, you know, life is finite and mm-hmm. it's something that you should appreciate in the time that you have. Right. So just don't walk around with that all the time. Yeah. I think you're okay. <clears throat> yeah, that's heavy. Heavy, heavy stuff. Yeah. Heavy on the shoulders. Heavy on yeah. the chest. It's heavy too, on the mind. Too heavy of a burden. Mm-hmm. You don't Let want it go. That. You don't want that. But it is a good, like you said, it's a good eject button. It's a good, nice little tool in your back pocket mm-hmm. to have. Just when you got nothing left, you've always got the fact that nothing matters. <laughs> <laughs> we all die alone, everybody. <laughs> we all die alone. So, uh, kind of circling back around to... On that note, good night, everybody. <laughs> the... Uh, I, um, Regulars. <laughs> oh God, how do we get here? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> uh, I, I, I really, I think that I think we need to. I think we need to bring some. I think we need to bring an expert in here. Yeah, you know. Well, you know, I just honestly, this is really stupid. But you said we need somebody from the other side of the bar, uh, who you know works as a bartender, uh, to have the perspective of like, okay. Who do you see as a regular? Mm-hmm. What like why? Why do they come in? Why does it seem like they come in? What do they order? Like what what what's the entire appeal of it? What, do they hang out with other people? Yeah. Do they come with other people? Et cetera, et cetera. And I realize that Katie does that. Yeah. She specifically works at a bar in a restaurant yeah. too. So that's that's a double whammy, really. Uh-huh. So we can actually ask her. Yes, we can. Like who that is? Why? I know I know that she has made friends with regulars. Yeah. Like yeah, legitimately yeah. is friends with these people. Oh yeah, she's hung out with regulars. Yeah. Yeah. And that is something that I will never be able to wrap my head around. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty I, weird. I didn't even want to Lottie too. Lottie too at a um uh Metro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've made friends with regulars I, there too. I don't I didn't even want to hang out with most of my coworkers. No. Let alone I've the never, clientele. I've never met a client that, no offense clients, uh, a client that I would just be like, yo, what's up? Yeah. Let's hang out. You know, like, it just doesn't, I, it's weird. Like, we, we should we should do this more often. Right. You know, we should, I mean, if like, they're like, of this. I should, guess if they're super cool or whatever, but like, I don't know. That's like, that's they crossing. They gotta be super fucking cool, man. But that's like crossing a barrier, you know? It, it, it's like, we're here for business. Yeah. This is me working right now. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, is is the risk worth it? I don't know. You I know? don't think so. I don't not, think so. Not for me. Not for well, me. They yeah. can be complete weirdos when you, you know, meet them outside. Or or on the inverse, they could think that you're a fucking weirdo. Then you go back to work and they're like, you know what? We don't We don't want to see her anymore. And it's like, well, wait, what's uh, what about I'm, like, I'm doing good work. And it's like, yeah, but now we know that you're a fucking weirdo. I don't right. Know anything, you know, right. you say one wrong thing at <laughs> dinner and it's like over. Right. Yeah. Imagine like going to dinner with somebody and, and they're like, so 
Trump's doing a good job, right? You're just <laughs> like, um, uh, oh no, <laughs> why do you put me in this situation? <laughs> yeah, and, and like uh, you know, a bar is different. A bar is different, and I will say this, not to cut you off, but mm. I think that uh, the thing that helps in a bar is that people are generally more honest when they're drinking. Yeah. So you get to know them a bit more. Like if they're a raging alcoholic, you're like, I don't want to hang out with you, man. Right. Or like if they're coming on to you at all times, you're like, I'm not going to hang out with you out of work. Right. You know, but if it's like a nice couple and they're like, hey, we're actually having a cookout next Sunday if you're off, more than welcome to join. Yeah, it's a little different story, I feel. Yeah. You try it out, and if they're try weird, then you, you 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 hit your eject button, realize everybody dies, and then go home. <laughs> right, right, right. You got to do that Irish goodbye. I'm exactly. Getting, I'm getting really good I'll at that. I'll see you at the bar. Yeah. I'll be there. Be over here. And then you, you meet me there. You're gone. Right. All right, so here's what I think. Okay. We table this conversation. Yep. We'll bring this back next week after we get some expert opinions on this. Okay. And then we'll recap for everybody. Okay. So, yeah, let's do that. <clears throat> yeah. Let's do that. But before we go any further, uh huh, let's judge this beer. Let's judge the hell out of this beer. Because we have another beer to go. We do. We're going to switch gears and switch beers. But before we do that. Before we do that. Before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, we have from the Anheuser-Busch Company, the Budweiser. Budweiser Copper Lager. It is a lager that was aged on real Jim Bean barrel. Barrels. Not that fake shit. So, I, I'll i just start it off because, Go for you know, it. every time I, I, I kick it to everybody and you it do. seems like I'm, like, stealing your scores. You do, you do. Yeah, I mean, that's what you do. I steal scores. Yeah. This is uh, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weak-ass attempt uh-huh. to make this seem like something that something more than what it is. Well, it's part of their reserve line so we, we've had one of their other ones right. uh the freedom whatever one i think it was a freedom lager freedom right? lager something like that yeah yeah is bud budweiser always lager or is the original pills the original is lager if right. i'm not mistaken okay. and miller i think is pills i think don't quote me on that but pretty sure so here's the thing about this okay you're gonna see on the instagram a picture of the label and that's something that I think that they do really well. Yeah, the label's beautiful. It's very, it's dope as fuck. Yeah. Like, I love the retro feel of it. The, like, this is a piece of shit beer, but, like, mm-hmm. look at how dope this label is. Yeah, it's, like, a, I, it's in, like, a medicine bottle. Yes. I love the juxtaposition of everything that's going on. Like, the yeah. care that's put into this shit mm-hmm. versus what's inside of it. Right. It's it's kind of jarring. <laughs> because this beer. No, it's bottling, Marco. It's, it's mind-bottling. It's um, I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. It like it mill the road. It's very like honestly, dog. If it didn't say six point two, I would have thought like, oh yeah, this is just a four point seven uh-huh. five, like all the rest of them are. Yeah. I, I was not impressed with the strength nor the taste. Mm-hmm. Um. So I just don't want to give it a two and a half because I do think that it's a half step above. Like a Bud Light a or a Miller Light yeah. or something. Yeah, and that's yeah. our traditional score for those two and a half. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to go three on this. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on most uh, most aspects of that. I think I was slightly surprised at the amount of flavor in it. Mm-hmm. I did think it did have a, a good amount more flavor than a traditional Budweiser. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that flavor is great, <laughs> but it did, it did have a noticeable sort of 
warmer, maltier flavor to me. Yeah. And I think that that comes from the barrel agedness of it. Um, just pick better barrels. (laughs) (laughs) Aim a little higher. Come on. Let's get some Jack barrels, please. Seriously. Please. You tell me that they couldn't swing for fucking. I bet you Jack was like, no, dude. (laughs) Get away from me. And Jim Bean was like, come on (laughs) now. My name's Jim. I got a barrel for you. You know what? You know what? Jim would be like, "Come on, get in here, let's do it." And then Come Jack, on. Jack would be like in a suit, like or no, Sir. probably more more super hipster. Jack, you know, Jack Daniels mm-hmm. probably like super hipster. He's wearing like it's just slash three hundred dollar Wolverine <laughs> shoes. He's like, nah, bro, we're not. No, we're, we're not. not we're that not about that. We're Sorry, that. we are more craft than you are. So, um, what would you score it? I would score it a. Can I? Uh, I don't want to do that. I'm gonna go with three. I was going to try to split a hair and say 3.25, but I'm going to say a three. Yeah. I'm going to say a three. I was expecting worse, and I think that's why I, uh, I'm i a, a bit more uh, pleasantly surprised than you were. Okay. But at the same time, bottom line, eh, it's still a middle-of-the-road beer, but a, a better attempt than they usually do. So I'll give them that. All right. Switching awesome. gears. <laughs> The Joe Rogan podcast doesn't stop when motherfuckers gotta pee. I know, but you're you're just one man. I, I, I can he's he's left alone by himself sometimes. I can do this. We're not cutting this. Right. I'm not cutting this, ladies and gentlemen. Um so shit, I really I'd I'd like to have something to 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 plug or to well, you listen to my Mixtape, and that's not a mixtape, it's an album. You can go out and listen to the album, Good Luck Volume 2, everywhere that albums are sold and or listened to. Buy it, support it, do whatever you want. Merch, that's right, merch. Merch is coming, okay? So be ready for that. Merch is coming. And, uh, yeah, I mean, working on some other stuff. More music. Constantly working on that. I actually have something ready to go. Almost ready to go. So we're just going to keep locking it down. Summer into the fall, baby. And we're just going to keep fucking rocking. Rocking in the free world. I'm not going to stop. Because I feel good. I feel real good. I want to thank everybody for the support that they've given me so far. Feels great. Everybody who's been listening. Everybody who's sent me very positive words. That shit feels amazing. Thank you guys. Appreciate that shit. Makes a young brother feel good. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I think that's about I think that's about all I got. Adam's bathroom is very close to the studio, so I can hear that he's he's done peeing. And he's washing his hands. Good thing that he's washing his hands too. Cause some people don't do that. You know what I'm saying? When was the last time you walked out of a bathroom and a dude just like walked right past the sinks and you're like, Oh no. You're one of those guys? When I used to work at Captel, I got sick probably every five to six months and try as hard as you can. You can't avoid it sometimes. It just fucking happens. You can be as clean as fucking possible, but it's going to happen. Are you, you talking j- about weed yet? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, I was talking about... The fact that you wash your hands after you use the bathroom. <laughs> what? I can hear you from here. Is that not normal? No, no, it is normal. Okay. I'm saying like some people don't do that, and that's fucking disgusting. I agree. I was saying that like back when I used to work at uh, Captel, 
it was such a big office building and there were so many people that frequented the same bathroom. Yeah. I was I was sick like every six months. I was gonna say you had to have been sick like forever. Oh, all the time. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, I was I was congested like every couple of episodes. I was just yeah. yeah. I thought that was just you. I mean, it is just me mostly, <laughs> but for the other part, uh-huh. it was me getting sick. I mean, I've missed episodes because I was sick. It's well, true. I missed one episode because I was sick. Mm-hmm. I don't like to miss episodes. I mean, either man. Yeah. So, all right, let's get into the next brusque. So, this is from Elysian. Mm-hmm. And we've had some of their beers before, and they've uh, they've come through. Yeah. So shout out to Space Dust. Mm-hmm. That Space Dust is the shoot. Yeah, this yeah, is the yeah. Night Owl Pumpkin Ale, our original pumpkin ale brewed with pumpkin, roasted and raw pumpkin seeds, and spiced in conditioning with nutmeg, clove, cinnamon, ginger, and allspice. You put allspice in this shit? Get oh, the yeah. Fuck out oh, of yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna continue having a good time. No, we're gonna uh, this this should be interesting. It sounds I'm, like a pie. I'm excited about this. Yes. Yeah. Six point seven ABV. Almost tis the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here you go. Oh, thank you. You know, this is this is uh uh uh, uh just a hair away from uh from what we just had as far as the ABV is concerned. Yeah. This is 6.7. The Budweiser was a 6.2. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> how important... That was cool. How important is that to people? If anybody wants to answer, I'd love to hear it. How important is the ABV when you're looking at a craft beer? Mm-hmm. How important it is to you when you're looking at a craft beer? Uh, I mean, it depends on what kind of night I'm trying to have. <laughs> yeah, I agree. that's true. <laughs> really? I mean... Yeah. Generally, I try to I try to find beers that are about seven percent. That's kind of my happy zone. Yeah. I found where it's like, you know, I uh, I still have the bang for my buck, but at the same time, I'm not getting fucking shit faced. Um, now, if I want to go fancy, I'll I'll try to find something pretty heavy yeah. and get like a I don't know, Imperial Stout or a double IPA. Get a little freaky naughty. Yeah, anything titty town and above. Right, uh, and that's what I'll do sometimes. <clears throat> but you know, there there are a few occasions where I'm like, ah, I just feel like chilling, so I'll get something you know more middle of the road, standard, you know, five point five percent, six percent. But for the most part, when I'm trying to find something for this podcast in particular, I do try to find stuff that's about seven percent. Yeah, same here. I try to go a little. I try to go a little higher, and uh, <clears throat> bullshit. Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's pretty good. <laughs> um, I think uh, you know it, it's not just about the alcohol content because you can you can you can just put a bunch you you know you can you can make that as high as possible. I mean, we've had some that are yeah. like super high, and it's like this is kind of gross, <laughs> right? You know? It gets you drunk, but the experience getting there is not great. Yeah, and it's like once you once you get high enough, it's like well, fucking just drink wine. It's, it tastes better. Or or get a yeah. mixed drink, you know yeah. why? Why continue to like get shit housed on you know a beer that's like fifteen sixteen percent? Drink gasoline, right? And the fact of the matter is, like it's it's just way worse for you too. Yeah, you know if you have like uh uh you know like a vodka tonic or something like yeah probably not the best tasting, but it's gonna do the job. Or even a cabernet sauvignon. Cabernet sauvignon. Yeah, that could be you know anything is better than drinking a beer that's like. 
seventeen percent, and also like I don't know, like three hundred calories. And right. Like, like, some are just yeah. not, and they're just filled with sugar to well, get them up there. And yeah. Like, well, well, to cover up the alcohol, because that's what you have to do. Right. Exactly. You have to. You have to. Right. Be, or, or else you're literally drinking like ethanol raw alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, what's the fucking point? Right. Now, let's not generalize. Though there's some really good. You know, ten and up ABV. Yeah, beers. no, for sure, one hundred percent. We've yeah. had plenty of them on and off this podcast. So mm-hmm. definitely not saying like once you get up to a number, it's gonna suck. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that some brewing companies, I think that their goal is to get as high as possible, yeah. and they lose sight of the flavor profile. Yeah. Well, and that's that's something that I've seen a lot of um, with a few breweries where they they seem to just be out there to make the weirdest thing they possibly can. Yeah. And it's le- it's more of a stunt than it is, you know, actually crafting a good tasting beer. Yeah. So, like, you can tell me, you can say whatever you want about these like beers that are infused with hot sauces or like the breakfast beers and stuff. You say whatever you want, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, like some of that shit's just not good. Some of it works. Some of it's just like I'm just I'm not I'm sorry I'm not gonna give it to you. This right. beer that's like, well, it it tastes just like. Cantaloupe. It's like, why well, fucking hate cantaloupe? <laughs> so cantaloupe sucks. So this beer, um, it's 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 funny enough that they're bringing this out. This is we're we're in August, so we're still, especially in Florida, we're still kind of fully in the thick of uh, summer. Yeah, it's not fall in Florida until December. Right. So for other places, it may be winding down a little bit. For you guys, you may be getting kind, of, you know, maybe in the rainy season or the temperatures dropping just a just a hair, yeah, just a kind of hair. But for us, no surrey, Bob. <clears throat> That's one of the drawbacks of living here is just, yeah, you know, oppressive you just, heat. You just have to deal with it. You yeah. Know? So you have to imagine what a what like a full season of fall must be like. And the best, not the best way, but one of the best ways to do that is to get a fall esque beer. Yeah. You know. Put the AC down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Watch a scary movie. Something that that reminds you of what a fall could be, or what 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 fall looks like on TV. If right. you're a lifelong Floridian, I'm lucky enough to have seen seasons. actual flaw, <laughs> actual fall, flaw, flaw, flaw. I've, flaw. I've been around. I've been in other places. I've lived in other places where <laughs> attitude. <laughs> I've lived in other places where like seasons actual seasons i've been able to watch the leaves fall and change mm-hmm. or change colors in fall yeah snow yeah then the, then the sun come back like i've seen it mm-hmm. and if you're a lifelong floridian i, I implore you <laughs> i implore you to try to get out when other seasons are coming around because when you live here you you have you have rain and you have less rain well you mean get out of florida get out of florida yeah I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not advising everybody to pack up their shit and try to, you know, move, whatever, do whatever you want. But I'm saying in the wintertime, for instance, like it would be a good time to, you know, some, most people come here during the winter because right. it's still a solid like 60 to 70 degrees. Yeah. I would, I would advise going north a little bit, mm-hmm. just seeing what that life is like. Yeah. I've always loved doing that. Is, yeah. uh, people... People think I'm insane, but like I'd I'd love to go to New York during the winter time. Yeah, that's one of the worst. Time. Everybody's always like, "Why would you go there? Why would you ever do that?" It's like, well, okay, I live in summer. Right, exactly. <laughs> so we're in Summertown. Yeah, you know, this is this is all we've got. It's all we got. It's I'm like Jack Skellington. Yeah, but fatter. 
So, uh, fall brings about, you know, fall feelings, mm-hmm. fall colors. Yep. And obviously, orange. The orange is the black. One. And uh, and and Halloween is coming. You know, it's just one of those things where, like, what 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 do you think about? You think about. Oh, I mean, my my mind instantly goes to horror movies and horror nights. Horror movies and horror nights and uh, pumpkin stuff. Horror nights starts late September, right? Yeah, yeah. It's actually a week earlier this year, I think, than they've done it before. Really? Because it's so popular. So it's like two weeks of September. I think so. Right? Yeah, and then all and then of October. Like, yeah, and then like a couple of days of November, right? Uh, or does it, it might, stop? It might peak into November. Yeah, just a little bit. Hmm. I'm not sure, but they've definitely expanded the time and. They've expanded the amount of houses this year, and obviously there's going to be um, Stranger Things, which is a huge pull from people that yeah. may not normally have gone to the event. So I think they're they're betting on having a cash cow this year, which they're going to have. Well, I mean, yeah, they've they've been doing the cash cow for years now. I mean, it's, I it think works. this is going to be a standout year, though. Yeah, you know, um, we we talk extensively about horror nights here on this podcast because. We're Horror Nights enthusiasts. You more so than anybody else I've ever in met the in world. my entire life. Yeah. In the world. Um, I am, but I kind of feel I'm a little a little drained by it at this yeah. point. Everybody's lapsed. Everybody's old and doesn't care anymore. <laughs> I'm the only one that's hanging on. Don't be so bitter. Keeping the dream alive. So bitter. It's honestly like it's up there with Christmas for me. Not so, even yeah. Halloween. Halloween Horror Nights. Halloween Horror Nights. Yes. No, you know, I would say Halloween is up there as far as holidays go for me. However, something comparable to like Christmas Day is Halloween Horror Nights for Halloween. Yeah. You know? It's like just that special moment that you look forward to all year. <laughs> it is really fun, though. That's a great time. At it, the end of the day, it's like, you know, even if the houses don't really catch you, like, it's a good time. Yes. It's, it's just a good reason to go out with your friends walk around for a few hours get drunk get sweaty hopefully get scared a little bit and that's it smell some fog (laughs) smell some fake fog you know what's funny people are always like you go every year they're 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 confused and they're like surprised Uh when we say that we go every year okay but it's in my opinion i don't want to meet these people (laughs) in my opinion I think it's weird that people don't go every year. Mm-hmm. It's only once a year. And right. it's like, if you live here, why wouldn't you just go? Yeah. It's not that yeah, expensive yeah. if you're a Florida resident. You got to understand, people come from all over the world. All over the world. All over the This is the premier Halloween event in the world. Yeah. Period. Period. It's like you're fucking selling it. I, I'm, it's just, it sells itself, man. Mm-hmm. It sells itself. Because like, yeah, like you have people literally planning like a year in advance yeah, just to make sure they have a plane ticket, they have a hotel and they can get here and get the tickets on time and like make an entire event of it. Like people plan forever just to make sure they they can make it to this event. And we are lucky enough to have it 40 minutes from our house. Yeah. You know, like why not take advantage of that? It's very true. Why not? Especially if you like Halloween, if you yeah. like scary movies. If you're into that you, kind of stuff, oh my God, it's yeah, a treasure it's, trove. It's amazing that Even anybody like, wouldn't go. Like me, I, I for when I was younger, wasn't that into horror movies because I was a giant, giant pussy. Pussy. But pussy. 
I grew into loving horror movies, uh, and that led me to try out Horror Nights one year. Try it out. And I was completely frightened, <laughs> and I also loved it. Because I, I realized that, um, as I've said on a podcast before where we've reviewed Horror Nights in the past, it's, it is like being on a movie set. You see, you walk through a set, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And seeing all the details and how well they've crafted everything, because they're Universal Studios. That's what yeah. they do. Yeah, they're know? pretty like, faithful, especially with the uh, licensed yeah. stuff. They're, they're really good. Well, you have to remember, too, like they're getting basically approval from these these entities to do this thing. Yeah. And I'm sure like final write off where they like walk through the house and go, yep, this is good. Yeah. Is done also by the people who let them borrow their franchise. Yeah. You know? So like, of course it has to be faithful. Yeah. At least to a certain degree. Like I, I've seen that they've talked to like the directors of movies at times hmm. just to make sure that like everything is faithful to, you know, their original intent and look and feel and, uh-huh. You know, they they include tons of stuff because they're universal. Yeah. You know, they can kind of pull that stuff. It'd be fun if, like, that'd be a fun job to have. Like, what do you do all day? Oh, well, I go around making sure that people, ugh, excuse me, who replicate the the movies that I've worked on um, do it faithfully. Mm-hmm. So I just go to different places and go, nah, that's not how it was. <laughs> or, the, yeah, that yeah, looks pretty good. It's almost like a brand manager, you know? Yeah. Like, you, you just make sure that the brand is being represented in the correct way and... You know, if anybody has any questions as far as like, oh, is this monster's hair brown or red? Like, you're able to <clears throat> to point out exactly what what's what. Yeah, I just think that that's like, I don't know. In my opinion, that that just seems like such a fucking cool thing to do. Like, especially if it's something that you believe in or you're a fan of. You have to be if you're if you have that job. Right. There's, there's no way of of doing that. Like. Uh, like a career. Yeah. Being like, a career brand manager. Not having any kind of like. Uh, excitement about it yeah Do, doing that without any sort of passion behind it would be miserable yeah you might as well just be you know pushing papers true so i mean how good does that how how good must that feel to like every day you're like yeah this i i my sole purpose is to make sure that this thing continues to live on as intended mm-hmm. now i don't know if that's a job I think that may no, be... Oh, yeah, no. It's an aspect of someone's job. Exactly. Yeah. It's probably an aspect of multiple people's jobs. Mm. So, like, the, there's probably a few people in advertising. I'm sure there's some people in, like, the actual production team and et cetera, et cetera. Things like that that they'll pull in to be like, hey, you worked on this. Are we doing this right? Yeah? Okay, cool. And yeah. Keep, keep moving. Well, I mean, for like for you personally, like, I know that the the clients that you have... You get to know their products so much that you're like, I want to make sure that this is represented in the best way possible. Because mm-hmm. that's your job and that's right. just who you are. You're just yep. like, I want to make sure that this is the best. But imagine if like somebody came at you with like, hey, so we're redoing this Hitchcock thing mm-hmm. and we want you to write the copy of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. Dream job. Dream job. Dream job, yeah, for sure. You know? I, I've talked about this in the past, too, so I'm sorry if you've, you've been a long-time listener and I'm boring you right now, but um, fuck, it had to be like five years ago or so, maybe. No, it was, it was probably about five years ago. Um, I was actually able to go to a behind-the-scenes tour of Horror Nights. Right, yeah. Um, and I was able to tour not only their marketing team's office, which was, you know, like a normal office. Yeah. Um, 
but also the creative team's office, which yeah. was literally like a Halloween store. And it was covered in like old props that they've <laughs> used in the past. I saw the Book of the Dead from um, Amazing. From freaking. Uh, I would have stole that. What's it called? Uh, um, the uh, Army of Darkness yeah. and Evil Dead. Uh, tons of, tons of like just random artifacts and stuff. It was like, it was heaven. Yeah. Uh, but I got an inside scoop on like how they work and, you know, how things happen there. And it was just super interesting to see like, the creative team just kind of gets their heads down a year before and starts planning it out for the next year. Yeah. And uh, you know, they, they actually, I've seen a lot of, because I'm a huge nerd. Okay. And I, I follow horror nights as sort of like a, you know, a video game gamer. It, it like follows a, their favorite game on Reddit <laughs> or something, you know? Yeah. So I, I follow horror nights news and stuff. And they say that actually, you know, the annoying people at the very end of the line when you're leaving, they're like, could you fill out the survey real quick, please? Can, can, you, can you do that? I don't think I've ever passed those people. Uh, they're right at the back gates, uh, right by the globe. That's the universal globe that's yes. spinning. Yes, yes. Uh, you go through the turnstiles. They're waiting for you right there. Huh. Um, Maybe they've always gotten you guys first. Probably. I mean, we, we go in such big groups. Yeah, we usually do. Um, but anyway, they, they actually advise that you do take the five minutes it takes to actually fill it out because apparently that goes straight to the team huh. and they're able to decide what to do for next year. Well, I hope so. Yeah. So it, it's like a, it's a really good way for if you enjoyed the event or if you didn't enjoy it to help influence next year's. So, yeah. um, anyway, I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> I love, I love the event and it's something that I honestly, when I was considering like leaving florida which i'm still am yeah um it's something that i feel like i'll always come back for yeah it's just one of those things yeah since i've since i first started going i haven't stopped yeah so i don't plan on missing it at any point i think i missed like maybe one or two years in the beginning but you know for the past (sighs) shit what is it about 20 years I don't know, nine, ten years almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just every year straight. So, yeah. All right, so that's what you think of when when it comes to fall. Yes, and pumpkin stuff. And pumpkin stuff. Yeah. Of course. Everybody, I see online, everybody's, you know, the meme of the pumpkin spice latte. Have you ever actually had a pumpkin spice latte? Um, I think literally only twice in my life. I don't think I've ever had one before. The one thing I'll say, like, they're good. If you like pumpkin stuff, they're good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. But at the same time, they're really sweet. Mm. Very, very... Like, I don't like super sweet coffee. Um, yeah. But they are very sweet. They're good, though. I, I could have, like, one and be good. Mm. I might go get one. You should. I might go get one tomorrow. Yeah, do it. <laughs> get up and go get me a pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, do it. They're actually here earlier than usual, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think about that. <laughs> I don't think about pumpkin spice lattes <laughs> and Ugg boots. But I do think about like, okay, finally I get to wear like layers. You know, I get to because when it gets cold, like here in Florida, when it gets cold, it doesn't actually get cold, cold. No, it's cool. It does get cold enough that you can wear layers. You can layer up, and you know, you 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 wear light layers. Right. And and you can, you know, you can really put some like... It's sweater weather. Yeah. You yeah. can put some nice fucking outfits together, layering up. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's that's what I get 
my yeah my my favorite outfits are fall and winter outfits yeah of course absolutely of course um so i get to do that uh and yeah i'm i'm a, I, I agree with you like it makes scary movies appropriate to watch you know <laughs> you just feel like, wrong the rest of the year i do i do i feel weird i'm like why am i watching this right now i've there's actually movies that i see on netflix where i'm like i'll give it a month <laughs> later <laughs> okay I'll, I'll put that later one have you seen the movie trick-or-treat uh it's an anthology movie it came out like probably 10 years ago I don't maybe, think so. Maybe a little more recent than Trick that. Trick or treat. Trick or treat, yeah. Uh, I can't think of any actors. Uh, Anna Paquin, isn't it? Huh. Um, there's a few other people, too. But yeah. uh, they had a scare zone at Horror Nights. I'm sorry to bring it back to Horror Nights. <laughs> they had a scare zone last year. You can't help yourself. I can't. I can't do it. Um, they had a scare zone last year at Horror Nights, and now they're making a house this year uh-huh. for Trick or Treat. So. I think, the, I think <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, I've only seen a couple of horror themed anthology movies yeah i mean tales of the crypt there's not many from the crypt there's not many you're right which is funny because it's well we say there's not many but there's a bunch of them but they're awful yeah yeah and we've talked about the uh tales from the hood tales from the hood Uh (laughs) hey man that goes back that (laughs) uh, the my mom's side of my family Mm -hmm. it's classic it's classic to us yep um we've talked about the uh the uncanny valley of like uh a good horror movie because it has to it has to strike that balance because like bad ones are really fucking bad right but good ones are really fucking good and it's oh it always has to strike that balance of all all, uh, so many things have to come together for a horror movie to actually be scary and a good movie at the same time well there's there's a weird um Weird graph, sort of, of um, like a Venn diagram, I'd say, mm. of scary versus sort of tongue in cheek. Yeah. Horror. Yeah. Where both can be, I mean, there's some instances where uh, a, mo- a horror movie can be funny and scary. Yes. Um, the first one that comes to my head is Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. I was creeped out and also supremely entertained. Well, by and that that's, movie. that's exactly what I'm trying to get at is. It's because those movies, like, they do a, a really good job of pairing real stakes where your characters are in real risk yes. of death and worse. Uh, but at the same time, uh, there's enough levity, enough jokes, even kind of stupid humor in it to make it entertaining and fun. Right. You know? And some lean one way or the other. Like, uh, you know, Shaun the Dead is more of a comedy than it is a horror movie. Yeah. Um, I'd say something like Slither is kind of close to the mid. I feel like that's closest as I can think of that's right in the middle. Yeah. Because there's genuinely like shocking horror movie moments in Slither, but it's also tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. And, you know, wink and nod sort of movie. Actually, one of my low-key favorite horror movies. It's not a bad movie at all. Yeah. No, I, I, I love that movie. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of others. Uh, American Werewolf in London is yeah. another one I think of. Um, has some jokes in there. Yeah, There's yeah, a bit Wolf of levity, but it's generally pretty straightforward and horrific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, also, I'm pretty sure the first time I heard Moondance. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great song. Yeah, it is a good song. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, those those are probably those got to be like you know the best kinds. It's it's hard to get like a straight up scary movie with no kind of levity, no kind of yeah. Uh, uh you know, just a, just a second to breathe. It it well, and that's the thing. Uh, like I, Get Out. Get Out's a good example. Yeah. It wasn't scary per se. It was a thriller. It's it, more of a thriller, yeah. Right. I wouldn't call it, yeah, it's not a horror movie, uh, but there were there were scary elements to it. Yeah. The theme overall was frightening. Yes. Um, but it, it, I wouldn't consider that a horror movie per se. No. It, was, it was more of a thriller, strangely slash sci-fi <laughs> movie. But it, it had moments of, of just pure comedy. If you walked in... Say like a scene where uh where uh um the main character is talking to Lil Rel. Yeah. Oh yeah. All, if you all just those... walked in on that moment, yeah, you'd be like, what this is this? This is watching? a comedy. Yeah, this it's a different movie. Yeah. But it works. It doesn't take you out of the film, it still works. And that's because Jordan Peele's a fucking genius. It's true. Which so. you'd expect him to go full comedy because that's where he comes from. That's what we thought when we but first heard about it. It was not. Dude, I can I cannot tell you how like concerned I was when I heard <laughs> that they stopped doing Key and Peel so that Jordan could direct a horror movie. Yeah. I was like, what? No. <laughs> no, this, this is just is a mistake. Be like a fucking straight to BT, like piece of shit. Uh-huh. I was so concerned. I'm sorry, Jordan Peel, if you listen to the podcast. <laughs> I might. I really thought I was I was concerned. I well, was why like, wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't you be? He hasn't proven himself in any other capacity. Just to be funny. Right. Exactly. And I mean, extremely funny not and to, intelligent. Not to take anything away from Keen Peel. Yeah. Keen Peel's sketches were some of the, the best made sketches. Yeah, of course. Uh, of them. all time. But they were they were funny and they worked on a level. Uh, there was a level of intelligence to them. Like you could tell there was a there was the nugget of. All right, we're trying to say something here, a la Chappelle show. Right. But at the end of the day, yeah, there was nothing that hinted to the fact that like he had get out in his head. Yeah. You know? And apparently more. <laughs> yeah. He's he's been working. Well now I'm since. just like, dude, you can fucking do anything. Do whatever you want. Yeah. He's got a long, long, long rope, in my opinion. Yeah. Like he could have three or four bombs before I'm like, no more. Yeah. So I'm I'm ready for him to just keep dropping. Yeah, dropping shit. Yeah. Uh, now, as far as like straight up horror movies, there's anything that pops to mind immediately that are not horror comedies. I that think what of, that I look forward to. Yeah, that you you kind of go to for your fix as far as that um, goes. I mean, uh, as far as like a fix is concerned, I usually go. I'll turn on any of the classics, the 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 holy trinity of Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. Halloween. Yeah, like those. Any of those, I really could pop on and just watch. Even like the really, really bad ones. Uh huh. That was the thing about those movies is they created the slasher genre. Well, there were others before it. No, but yeah, they of course, but they okay. So I, yes, yeah, it's a better word. Popularized yeah. the slasher genre. Thank you. They they did so with like. They're just god awful sequels. But the <laughs> yeah. difference between those movies and like the ones that came after was like there's still entertainment value, even yeah. to the 
bad Nightmare on Elm Streets or the mm-hmm. bad Halloweens. Like, yeah. there's still something there where it's like, I'm engaged. I'm watching this. They're well, it, doing their job. You know, I feel like that's the... No, I wouldn't even say the difference, but there's a weird parallel, I feel, between those movies and, like, the modern stuff we have now. Yeah. Like uh, the Saw series, for instance. Yeah. I, uh, I for some reason... Don't ask me why. Decided to go back and watch every single Saw movie. Okay. Um, just because I was curious. I was morbidly curious. And, you know, I'd seen the first Saw before. I'd seen the second Saw. And, you know, I liked both. Uh-huh. I didn't think either were bad. I mean, it's obviously torture porn and whatever. But it's kind of like... I don't know. It's it's uh, it's like an erector set of horror. Where it's like, you, you want to see how they kill the people next. Yeah. And that's sort of what I juxtapose with... The slasher movies too because it's like yeah the acting's terrible i mean there's nothing of substance here but i'm still watching for the entertainment value of seeing these teenagers getting killed yeah you know like i don't well, know what that says about me but <laughs> it's entertaining it's just it, it's popcorn horror entertainment a glimpse into your sick fucking yeah. brain everybody dies man um but i mean yeah there's still just that entertainment value of it like you there's still it's still fun to watch. Oh, the same thing with like uh, the Final Destination movies. Yes. It's like those are shit. They're terrible movies. But you still watch it because you're, you're just wondering how people are going to die. Like, yeah. And I think that's a testament to the filmmakers themselves. Like how creative can you get with these fucked up things? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And th- there's some like all-time favorite slasher movie kills. Like that's what they're in known Final for. Destination? Oh, no, no, no. No, in like actual slasher movies. Oh, oh yeah. So, yeah. you know, Friday the 13th and... Uh, Halloween. Yeah, anybody who's watched those films, they have like their their one where like, oh, what the fuck he got him, got him fucking dragged him up the thing and he fucking ah. Yeah. Everybody has that. A sleeping bag. <clears throat> yeah. Smacking him against the tree. That's <laughs> yeah, great. That was All that awesome. That's just funny. Yeah, it's, it's, it, that's, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, you see, like, the horror of it is kind of eliminated past a certain point. You're just watching yeah. it for the entertainment value because it's like, this is silly. Yeah. But it's still, you know, it's themed. Full disclosure, I've seen all of the Saw movies except for the last one. I haven't I seen did, the last one. I, I didn't. Seen the last one. I didn't watch them as like a social experiment. I just watched them. <laughs> like I watched. I watched the first and the second one because I genuinely enjoy those two movies. I think the first one mm-hmm. is. I think the first one's pretty. Well, the first one's almost an art house film. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it's a. Yeah, it's a very. I think it's. A, I'm not. You know what? Fuck it. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's unabashedly. A, I, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a, yeah. just a good movie. Yeah. Like what what they do with it, conceptually. Like the twist, maybe a little hacky. Yeah. Whatever. I still think like that was an entertaining movie. Yeah. Second one, you can tell that the 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 the, the wheels are kind of coming off the train a bit. <laughs> right. Like it's getting a little ridiculous during the house, and the twist is like, okay, it's a bit of a stretch. Right. Like, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Uh-huh. If you haven't seen the films, but like. The twist at the end, because I remember this so vividly, because I was like, "What?" As the music starts, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> the 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 famous like, uh, uh, he, he, the the plot is the twist is about to be explained yeah. to you. Music, um, what what Donnie Wahlberg is watching is a 
uh, uh, it's filmed. He's watching something that's happened in the past. He thinks uh-huh. it's happening live. He thinks right. he's watching a live recording of all these people like killing themselves. One of the people in the house that they're stuck in is his son. Mm-hmm. He's a cop, right? He's a cop. Yes. Yeah. And and um, he's tasked with investigating the Jigsaw murders. Mm-hmm. And they captured Jigsaw, but Jigsaw wanted to be captured. He's dying. He doesn't give a shit. Right. So, you know, if you know the premise of the film, like, everybody who gets tortured is somebody who, like, doesn't fucked up in their life. life. Yeah. And, the, and the, the, the greater, greater twist is actually that most of the people who, um, well, a lot of the people who get captured and mm-hmm. used in these torture porn things are people connected to Jigsaw somehow. Yeah, or they once they survive, they end up working with him. Right. That that's a that's that's a whole nother becomes like a worms. cult they of all, jigsaw. They get most of yeah, it's really fucked up. Yeah. Anyway, so at the end, he's watching. He you find out that he's watching recording, and he fucks up, and like you know he you know. Uh, Jigsaw knew that his anger, he wouldn't be able to get past his anger. He just mm-hmm. sees red or whatever. That was his lesson. Right. He's supposed, he's supposed to, to chill out. And he couldn't. Right. And so he fucks himself in, a, in whatever. But then you find out that the kid has been like right next to him the whole time <laughs> in like a safe. Yeah. And the safe unlocks and, he, and, he, and the kid's okay. Yeah. Kid like falls out and he's like fucking. The fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he's like, you know, uh, oh, I fucked up, but it's like I'm sorry. Wait, the, he was just there yeah. in that safe the whole. Are you telling me like he never woke up, you never heard him breathing, no. you know, like nothing, nothing, nothing. He was right next to him the yep. whole. Anyway, I don't know why. Just why did I start talking about that? <laughs> horror movies, yeah, horror movies, yeah, and and. So, is there any straight yes. up horror movie the that one, you think yeah, of? Right, that's there. There it is. Uh, that you go to, okay, or so that, the, that that you would recommend even to yes. for people who are looking to get in the mood. I can get you in the mood, baby. All right. The classics, obviously, like I said. No, I said horror um, movies, Marco. What? <laughs> well, it's gonna be a horror movie. Oh <laughs> God. For somebody, probably so, myself. So many fluids. Uh, way, way too many. Ugh. Just like a just a just a backlog of fluid. Um, moist. So the classics, and then. Hate me all you want, but The Ring. Okay. I think The Ring is an amazing... The American movie. Ring or the Japanese Ringu? Either one. Okay. I would pick The American Ring. Yeah. I've seen Ringu, mm-hmm. and I think that that's also horrifying. Yeah. Japanese people really know how to get under your oh, skin. Japanese horror is great. Yeah, yeah. it's fucked up. Yeah. That's great. Um, like obviously, The Ring is Americanized, Yeah, and you've got you know these super pretty white people. Mm-hmm getting fucked up in these movies but isn't that the joy of it yeah you know well the 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 i remember i vividly remember watching the ring uh at home mm. on dvd and uh it fucking me right up yeah <laughs> yeah man I, I saw it and it was one of those rare rare moments where after it was done i was like i felt disturbed <clears throat> i watched it i watched it in the theaters and i was the movie came out in 2000, 2000, 2011, or 2011, 2001, 2000, 2001. So I was probably like 10, 11 around that early. Really? Yeah. Wow. And, um, I saw it in the theater and for some reason, everybody that I knew, we all went and saw it at the same time. Mm -hmm. It was a massive crowd. Yeah. It was so many people that 
there was people sitting in the aisles. <laughs> and at this time, I guess like they didn't care about like regulations yeah. and like uh, they were just trying to sell tickets. No I security. Guess. It's fine. Yeah. No, they didn't give a shit. Yeah. Dude, it was so it was packed. It was filled to the brim. People were like standing watching it and everybody was into it. Yeah. Because like nowadays people are just so they fucking they drive me crazy mm. with like how they act like they're above horror movies. And it's yeah. like just don't go fuck just don't watch them. Yeah. Why do you, why do you go watch a horror movie and then you come out and you're just like I didn't get scared. It wasn't scared at all. Oh god. It's like fuck you, right. bro. Like if a movie's bad, it's just bad. Mm-hmm. And we all can tell. We all yeah. know. But if like a movie like Paranormal uh, uh Activity. Par- uh, Paranormal Activity, the yeah. first one. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. That movie is creepy. That yeah. first one yeah, yeah. is creepy. Okay. Yeah. The the biggest critics to that movie say nothing happens for a long time, and that's, that's true. The fucking point. But yeah, it builds. It builds and builds. The tension. Yeah. You're like, what's what's happening? You're staring at the the screen like, what what little corner is gonna move? Exactly. Yeah. That's the whole fucking point, man. Yeah. Uh. So you know, miss me with the. Well, it wasn't even scary. Like you know what? Okay, fine. I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Right. I don't want to talk about this movie because you're just gonna ruin it. I hate. I've actually, I actually talked to Salfie about this because the first day I, I actually met him, mm. this is really weird, but <laughs> when I met him, he was dating a friend of Lottie's. Okay. Okay? And you're talking about your friend who now uh, is in Ohio? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Who, uh, singer of our, our, of our title track. Yeah. Yes. So we went to Halloween Horror Nights together. And like they, you know, I just went because my, my mom took us and like I was like, fuck, I'm not going to miss free Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, of course not. And he, he was just like, he's just trying to be like Mr. Tough Guy. Uh-huh. And he was acting like he wasn't afraid of everything. And like, this is the first day I didn't even know him at the time. Yeah. Now he's, you know, he's one of the closest <laughs> human beings in my life. But at the <laughs> this time, fucking asshole. I, yeah, it, exactly. I was like, I told him, I was like, dude. He was ta- he we we were in the car and he was talking about how like oh, I wasn't even scary and I was like bro shut up like <laughs> if you didn't enjoy it you didn't enjoy it but like nobody wants to fucking ooh you're Mr Big stuff wow. you didn't get scared so tough like, nobody gives a fuck like yeah. I like we actually like kind of got into it I was yeah. like fuck you man like yeah. no like you're ru- like I don't need you ruining this right, for me right, okay right. this is just a fun thing you want to be Mr Tough Guy you mm. want to impress your girlfriend like I don't yeah. give a fuck okay right, right, fuck right. you. And and we still talk about it to this day. Where he's <laughs> like, do you fight. remember when you went off on me about this? And I was like, yeah, because I want, you were being a dick. I want people to suspend their disbelief right. and and just give yourself to whatever thing that like why fight it? Well, What's it, the point? That uh, I was gonna bring that up. It's it's because like horror is horror, and I'd say even comedy. Yeah, it, uh, they're like magic. Yeah, they elicit a response from somebody, but you have to be into it. Yes. You have to allow yourself to laugh or to get scared. Yes. You got to allow yourself because, of course, rationally, we know we're watching a thing on a screen. Mm -hmm. It's not going to actually hurt us. It's not going to happen. But we're all in it together. Yeah. We're all in this thing. We're investing in this storyline, this experience. That's that's what you sign off on when you buy that ticket, in my opinion. Right. If you're not going to do that, then don't come. Just don't bother. You're right. ruining it for everybody else who's willing to do that. Why waste the money so you can be in the zeitgeist and no, you can it, talk about it? Like it, no, it's like it's like going to a magic show and going, 
fucking fake. <laughs> fake. It's fake. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, uh, yeah, Why? we know, we know. But we're, we're trying to believe in something greater than what we have here right yes, now. Yes, exactly. So let us. Let us have this fantasy. You know, let, like... Let just let other people enjoy shit. Let us like stuff. Yeah. It's well, fine. I don't I don't get... The world's hard enough. Let us enjoy stuff. Exactly. Please. People have this hard on for, like, breaking Killjoy. up your imagination. Yeah. yeah. Just like, nah, it's not real. It's like, uh, yeah, I know that. I'm right. a grown man. I understand that it's not real. Let me have this thing. <laughs> Professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Honestly, though, yes. Yeah, yeah. People want to take that away from me. And it's like, I get it, but you're not going to take this from me. Yeah. It's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah. You're not taking this from me. Yeah. You know? Same with, you know what's funny is that you bring up magic. <laughs> I love magic so much. <laughs> me too. I love that I watch it. Have you seen Magic for Humans? Of course. Oh, my God. I mean, it's, it's so dude, good. It's it's. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. I'm glad. I'm so glad that Netflix was like, yeah, we need to. We'll invest in some magic. Yeah. Because it's oh, so. It's I, I, I fall down magic uh, rabbit holes. Um, no pun uh, intended. Or those hats. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fall down ma- magician's hats. Yes. I.e. rabbit holes. Yep. Um, on, on YouTube. Just watching. Like sometimes I like, I'll watch one. I watch that. I watch like David Blaine will start yeah. doing shit. And then it's just like, it just, it just tumble yeah. down yeah. this hole. As one like, does. That show uh, that uh, Penn, Penn and Teller used to have where uh, like they bullshit, would have. Bullshit, right? Not that one. They okay. would have another one, which was basically bullshit, uh-huh. but without the social commentary. It okay. was other magi- musicians. musicians. Other magicians would go on stage. Oh, they you rate them. Right. Uh, it's like a almost like a singing show or like America's Got Talent, yes. but for magicians. And so the twist is Penn and Teller had to, they had to understand how you did a trick uh-huh. or an illusion. And if they couldn't, you won. Right. So if they figured it out, they'd be like, that was pretty decent, but we know how you did it. Mm-hmm. If they couldn't figure out how you did it, then you would win. Yeah. This is so fucking That's entertaining. Cool. What was that on? Uh, some fucking you know. There like, are the shows on Showtime. wasn't It wasn't a premium channel. If I'm not mistaken, it was like on, like what, like like ABC Family or something okay. like that. Okay. Because for some reason, at the like once the the magic uh, obsession started to die down in the late '90s, only ABC Family had like, <laughs> quality magic. Quality magic, son. I was right. looking for that good shit. Uh-huh. That show. Um. Excuse me. The show that. Everybody knows where the guy in the weird mask yeah. would reveal uh, how people, uh, how magi- mis- come on, <laughs> how magicians uh-huh. did tricks. Yeah, that was a fun show to fucking watch. Snitch. Yeah, fucking bitch ass. Uh-huh. Wore that mask because he knew motherfuckers would come out. Exactly, like, he'd be dead. I'm gonna see you in these streets, son. Make your Cut head your disappear. Bitch ass in half. <laughs> <laughs> yes, both of those. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess the lesson of this week's episode is just enjoy things. Enjoy some magic. Let people enjoy stuff. Right. Don't try to take things away from people. Like, it's not, there's never been a situation where you've been at, like, a party or something, and everyone's talking about something, and you come in, and you're like, it's not even real. And then you walk away with, like, three women sucking you off <laughs> as you leave the party. Like, that doesn't happen. You're not Mr. Cool Guy. Speak for yourself. You're not Mr. Well, it might have happened to you, but from mm-hmm. what I've seen at house parties, the guy who gets sucked off, 
This is the guy who can tell the best story and then knows. And loves magic. And loves magic. Not that guy. That guy's not getting any BJs. <laughs> Likes magic. Here's the thing. But doesn't admit it. He knows showmanship. Yeah. And that's the that's the that's the arc. Right. Showmanship, showmanship. baby. It that's, counts. Those are the guys you want you want to hook up with some chick at a party? Showmanship. Right. Be know, a showman. Know when to bail out of the good jokes. Mm-hmm. Know when to say, hey, we should go back to my place or hey, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, whatever. Just know. You gotta have those, you gotta know the story beats. You, you gotta know and you gotta be big enough to fail. Yes. You got to be able to some nights realize you're striking out yep. and go, good night. Call it quits. Go, go home, home. Beat off. Go to sleep. There you go. That's it. Amen. I think a lot of guys in this fucking Me Too movement well, might that, have. Yeah. No, that's toxic masculinity. <laughs> they, they can't accept losing right. some nights. You, it's fine. You failed tonight. It's okay. Just There's going to be other nights. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. Just, You'll be fine. It's going to be okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay, bud. Stop being pieces of garbage. Yeah, please. You're making us all look bad. Right. And we're not those guys who are like, hey, not all men. Because the more that we find out, it's fucking all it's men. It's a lot of guys. <laughs> it's it's a lot of guys. About three quarters of them. It's a lot of dudes. It's really upsetting. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. But what'd you think about this beer, though? Not trash. Not trash. Not trash. Not trash. Um... Yeah, no, I think it uh, it covered all the bases it was supposed to. Um, let me let me jump in for a second. Okay, it was the Elysian. It was night owl. Woo! Pumpkin ale. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't even need to wow, read it. Look at that. It. Yeah, you just touched it. You Six, touched the bottle. <laughs> I just <laughs> felt it. it just, Six point seven ABV. Continue. Uh, yes, so it had a bit of a pumpkin spice flavor to it. That's where the allspice came in, mm-hmm. I feel. Um, definitely not overpowering, though. It didn't have this like really gross artificial pumpkin flavor that I was afraid of. Yeah. Um, that we've we've encountered in the past with yep. lesser beers. Um, this had a very nice sort of silkiness to it, I feel. Yeah. Um, again, not super strong, but I feel like a pretty good middle-of-the-road sort of uh, as far as ABB goes. Uh, it's in a sweet spot. Did did we? I know that we had last year. We did an Oktoberfest thing where we did all Oktoberfest yeah, for yeah, October. Yeah. yeah. Did we do a? Did we do a pumpkin themed one too? I don't think we did a pumpkin. Uh, but we've had a rundown, bunch of pumpkin. But we've had a, a we bunch. haven't had them in a row. No, we, we haven't had, had a, a rundown, but we have had a bunch of them. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are a few uh, re- recurring characters I've seen. Light, light, Already bulb, in the light bulb flickering. Yeah. We'll continue this off the cast. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, overall, long story short, this was a quality pumpkin spice beer. Yeah. Um, obviously, you need to like pumpkin a little bit, but barring pumpkin haters, I'd say this is a great way to jump into the season. Uh, cuddle up with your honey. Watch yourself a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give this one a solid four point five out of six. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I uh I tend to agree mostly. I think that you know this is this is the perfect example of the ABV is not everything. Yeah, you know because they this and the Budweiser had a comparable ABV six point seven versus six point two or four I think respectively, mm-hmm. and. That doesn't mean everything. 
There's more to this. And I think that that's what Budweiser doesn't understand. And that's why when at first they were like, oh, fuck your hipster trash beers. We're an American <laughs> original. And then they and realized like, back. oh, no. People like craft beer. I'm and sorry, then they I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry. Exactly. Yeah. Then they backtracked and then they were like, well, here, here, here's our uh, 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 craft beer. Mm. But it really feels like they're they're skipping steps. They're they're trying too hard to get to the um, image of craft beer, mm-hmm. rather than just putting in the work. Like you can say whatever you want about hipsters and liking craft beer and the kind of person that you have to be to like craft beer all you want, but at the end of the day, it tastes better. If you like beer. It yeah. tastes better. Well, you you taste the quality in it, right? The work, there's, the, the there, study, exactly. There's the ingredients steps taken to make sure that you enjoy this beer. Like brewing companies that take time, Cigar City, uh, uh, Six Point, um, mm. uh, Elysian, yeah, uh, Coppertail, Coppertail. Yeah. Like they give a shit, right? And they're putting out quality stuff because they care. Now, right. you know. If you're somebody who doesn't give a shit about the taste and the quality of it, then yeah, you've you've got Anheuser waiting for you. But they obviously understand that there's something to making quality beer, mm-hmm. making interesting flavors, or, or uh, using interesting flavors, like doing interesting things. They obviously understand that there's something to that, or they wouldn't even be doing the bullshit that they're doing now with this copper lager and the... Uh, uh, the Freedom Lager or whatever that one yeah. was that we had before. Like, they obviously understand that there's something to this. Yeah. But they're skipping a step. They're trying too hard to just inject themselves into the scene right. without putting the work in. Right. Well, they haven't earned it. They haven't. Right. They've... It's like, stay in your lane or put the work in to get into this lane, too. Yeah. And honestly, I'm, I'm wondering who this beer is for. The, 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 Budweiser one that I'm talking about. Yes, right now. yes. Um, no, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, because yeah. because people who are in the scene, I'm using air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who are in the know that you know understand what a good craft beer is wouldn't buy. They're gonna look right past this. Yeah, they would not buy a Budweiser product because they understand that Budweiser is one of those just mediocre beers. Mm-hmm. Um, now the only thing that I can think of that would happen is somebody who's not really who who isn't usually a bud drinker uh, that wants to dabble a little bit into d- dip a toe into the craft scene this might be their baby step but i feel like even that's a half step because they're going to go well if i'm going to go for a craft beer i'm probably not going to want to get a bud exactly so I don't think this is going to be a long-term solution for Budweiser. I think they should they're they're better suited at just doubling down on what they do best. Right. And that is a um very consistent uh very reliable uh comforting beer. Yes. And it, it it's just like uh you know the 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 pubs or the the places that these regulars go to. Yep. It's, it's reliable. It's reliable. It's nothing that's going to blow your socks off, but it's it's Comforting. Mm-hmm. It's, Not even wearing socks. Exactly. Your socks are already off. Off. Uh, so yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Yeah, it it you know, 
they had those corny ads back in you know a couple years ago. Yeah. Like I was mentioning before, like you know, fuck you hipsters, we have the all American <laughs> beer. Right. But it's like, yeah, they were corny, and I was kind of like, ugh, what are you guys doing? But at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, I mean, that's your brand. Yeah. Stick to that. Right. Double down on that. This really feels like kind of a, a, an omission of defeat. Right. It's for, like a new Coke. Yeah. You know, Pepsi got so big saying that, you know, the Pepsi challenge cleared them as the winner. Mm-hmm. And then Coke was like, oh, shit, yeah. we got to do something. So they changed the formula and people hated it. Yeah. And so I feel like this is sort of what obviously they haven't changed the formula for mainline Budweiser. Right. But at the same time, they've shown that they've been kind of bending the knee to the craft right. scene, exactly. which looks like a defeat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I agree. I think that they should just go headstrong and say, hey, we're the anti-hipster beer. Yeah. Get this. Because that's what you are. <clears throat> yeah. And there's nothing that you can do to change that image. You spent too long being the all-American beer that mm-hmm. doesn't no frills just here you're at a party this is what you got right if somebody showed up with with that shit that copper lager and was like hey man here's me extending an olive branch it's like go fuck yourself yeah just get a better beer or bring bud light but don't bring me this shit yeah it's a half step yeah it's a half step like i'd rather drink one or the other but i don't want to drink this right. one anymore. it's it's a beer for nobody yeah it's a beer for I nobody this. yeah so uh, unless they were the only the only alternate reality I can see this happening is if Budweiser were to say, listen, we have recruited some of the best brewers in the country. Yeah, we are making a concerted effort to have specialty like one off beers. Yeah. Uh, limited edition, like not even tied specifically to like. Budweiser. Yeah. Like, this is just the special shit. Yeah. You know, we put everything into this very artisanal, whatever, craft beer, and go all in on that yeah. and make that a thing. Don't even tie it to Budweiser. Just right. say it's an Anheuser-Busch product, maybe. You, you know, that I, I was just thinking that that would be a cooler name if they were like the Anheuser-Busch Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. This is an Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser-Busch yeah. Brewing Company. And then, you know, whatever ABBC. IPA or they were fucking working right. on or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. That would be better. They got the clout for it. I mean, why not try to hire on some of the best brewers in the country and give them a big fat paycheck and just say, hey, figure something out. Right. I mean, they were trying to buy up a bunch of them. They anyway. have. They yeah. bought out tons of breweries. Yeah, good ones, too. Yeah. So, like, just go to those guys. Like, why? I don't know who is the brain trust, brain trust behind this Bush? bullshit. Oh no! Just, yeah, specifically just the, the idea of the limited reserve. Yeah, beers, I, yeah, you know, I know who that person is, but right. like that person should probably take a back seat. Yeah, if he came up with the label, good for you. But the rest of it, not yeah. a fan. The strategy bro. overall is flawed. Not a fan. Yeah. Anyway, what do you think of the pumpkin beer? Right. With all that being said, the night owl, I I would give a four. I think it's a full step above what we just had. Um, I like the flavors. I think that we've had better pumpkin uh, beers in yeah. the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, the Shipyard, I thought, was really good. That's the first one that comes to my mind, but I know we've had more than one of those. Yeah. Not the Shipyard, but more than one uh, uh, pumpkin, pumpkin beers that were really good. Yeah. So this is, but this is good, though. This is pretty flavorful, and um, I think that you can't really go wrong with this one. Like, if you want, if you want a, a, a pumpkin-style beer, if you want to dip your toe into it, if you want to know what that's about, like this, it, it's it's very good. The yeah. the um, 
oops the the pumpkin part is not overpowering no it's just it's a nice subtle mm -hmm. you know here we are here's get, what we're doing get a little bit of beer flavor in there too and yeah pumpkin it tastes kind of like pumpkin pie but it's not as sweet obviously right so you it get works. that all spice too and it's nice yeah it's a nice uh, that that's spice Very spice good. is nice spice is nice yeah so i'm gonna go get me a uh pumpkin spice latte okay that's my plan for PSL. tomorrow hashtag psl make ha sure you uh, PSL. make sure you hashtag it you take, know it take oh, pictures oh, i'm gonna post a bunch yeah. it's gonna be all over okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna document it because Please. it's my first time I'm going to document it. <laughs> it's just talking out of my ass. And now I'm like, no, I'm going to document I'm going to actually do that. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Any last words? Uh, PSL for life. This has been the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Trash. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Drink pumpkin spice lattes. And always, always, always have a beautiful evening. We love you. Uh -huh. Goodbye. Yeah.